Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Yep, pretty emotive, Neil Barnes, and uh, he always uh, is one to say exactly what he's thinking. He doesn't hide behind anything. Uh, neither does Tony Johnson, actually, who joins us uh, here from uh, Sky Sport fame, of course. Uh, very passionate about the game at this level. Uh, good morning to you, TJ. Uh, have New Zealand rugby made the right call, or does Neil Barnes have a point here? Well, I can understand Neil Barnes' frustration. I mean, you think about all the Taranaki Union's been through in recent years with the loss of their stadium and, uh, you know, other challenges that they've had to face. And they've got a team that's this is cranking along beautifully and they've shown themselves to be extremely competitive against the very best teams uh, in the top division. And now they're going to be denied an opportunity to be promoted. So, of course, you can understand his frustration. On the other side of the coin, though, uh, and, you know, I don't want to say I disagree with them, um, but the other side of the coin is that uh, is it fair to relegate a team when through no fault of their own uh, they haven't been able to play games? Uh, I'm just not sure that that would be um, fair on them. So I, I just think at the moment we've got a case where New Zealand rugby are trying to make the best of a bad situation. Uh, and, and, of course, some people are going to be disappointed. Um, but the, at least, you know... We're still going to have some games to watch, nothing. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at how they could configure it, though, Tony, to make everyone happy, and I'm, I'm not sure they could. I suppose they, if they didn't have relegation, they could have promotion and sort of have a, an 8-6 team split, premiership and championship. But would that work? Uh, well, it, it could, um, because you've got the crossover games anyway. Um, you know, they, they might, I'm sure they went through all the possibilities and in the end, they'd probably put it all in the too hard basket. I mean, it's just, you know, one of those situations where it's going to be possible, impossible, I should say, um, to, to please everyone. Uh, whether that would work, um, uh, you know, eight and six, um, you know, I mean, it's feasible, isn't it? Um, but I, I guess they probably went through the, you know, the, the possibilities and decided against it. But... It was a totally um, uh, fearless frustration, and not just him too. I mean, Manawatua having a great season as well. Um, and, mm. and at the end of it, um, you know, I mean, you could look at your boys, Hawks Bay, Smithy, top of the top of the pile. Um, and, and no doubt, you get to the end of the year if they they win the whole thing and end up with the Ramsey Shield and and the Premiership title in the bag. There'll be some people who say, "Oh, you've got to have an asterisk beside it." Um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a no win situation. Well, it's probably the most talked about competition. I mean, it's the one that perhaps has uh, endured the most changes over the last decade. Uh, the old NPC, as we used to like to call it, with premiership, championship, no promotion, yes promotion, 
Uh, you know, it, it's been, uh, and there was always, uh, I think a few years back, wasn't there a, a possibility of the Heartland champion being promoted? And the and the bottom team and the championship being demoted, but wasn't that even mooted? Yeah, yeah, there was some talk of that um, a while back. I know when uh, I think one of the unions, I think, um, was was in a bit of difficulty. There was talk of them dropping back, um, but I think you know they they came up with there was a lot of talk. I know I was involved in some of the process myself because they got a lot of people from different walks of life involved and different people involved in the game. There was there were all sorts of uh, possibilities chucked around, and I know some of the big unions, one of the small unions, kicked out and what have you. But in, and in the end, and I think the players' association deserve uh, a bit of the credit because a fair bit of the credit because I think they came up with a really workable um, um, format. I think what we've got at the moment um, is pretty good. Um, you know, mm. people like promotion relegation um, because it means that you know there's something to play for, something to you know. Um, even if you're at the bottom of the table, you know, trying to get away from the dreaded drop zone. Um, but as I say, everything's just been sort of made a totally, it's just a total mess at the moment um, because of what's going on with COVID. And they've just tried to come up with something. At least, you know, people are going to have rugby to watch um, in good conditions through November. And that's probably, you know, that's the positive outlook that you can take. Is it... Is it one of those, I'm talking, I suppose, fondness, really. I mean, you're a provincial lad at heart from Marlborough. Uh, they, of course, have uh, been forced or have anyway combined with uh, Nelson Bays to make Tasman. But is it still a, a level of football that really does get you going as such? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's the time of year that normally I, I love the most. And, and uh, you know, if you want to talk about the elephant in the room, Smithy, good on your voice. You know, getting up last week in the Shield game, I, I thought, uh, yeah, it was a fantastic match. Uh, and, and in the end, uh, Hawks Bay deserved to win it. And it just showed that the Ramsworthy Shield still means a hell of a lot, particularly um, the union sort of kind of outside the big three or four. I think that's where it means the most. I'm, I'm fascinated by this new interpretation of the tackle ball law where a Blokes allowed to get back to you know and drive himself over the goal line, but we won't go there. Um, <laughs> but, but, but no, no. But, but seriously, I, I still think it's got a hell of a lot to offer. And 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 what usually um, sparks the um, you know enthusiasm is when a team like Manawatu have a have a really good run or, or Taranaki. And, you know, look at Tasman's rise in, in recent years. I think they've done a really good job of levelling the playing field um, where. You know, you've got players now, instead of being stockpiled uh, by the Super Rugby Union, as they were, which I, which was just a, an, a dreadful situation, you know, the salary cap, they, they, they now go back to their original provinces or uh, they get spread around the country. So we've got an evenness, and, and I still think it's a really good competition. Um, and, and, and that's why I think, you know, it, it's worth every effort that they can make to, to, to keep it going in these difficult times. I mean, you've got to feel sorry for the teams that, that can't take part. You know, the three unions that are kind of, mm. it's, it's all over for them. And I know, for example, I, I know for a fact that North Harbour came up with a really good plan um, that would enable them to keep playing in the competition. I think they, they um, came up with a plan where they were going to relocate. They insisted on all of their players being vaccinated. Um, but in the end, um, unfortunately, the... Um, the uh, the, the, the regulations, which you know are so strictly applied in some cases, um, you know they, they just couldn't get their way past that, which is a shame. Yeah, I think that um, 
get up from a held tackle position and propel yourself towards the line. That went in the same, I think it disappeared into the same drawer as the no-arms tackle uh, rule. Yeah, Would yeah. you agree with that or not? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Like uh, right. Be that smithy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, TJ, I mean, <laughs> while I've got you there, what are your I, I, memories of Marlborough just, holding well, it? I wasn't there, mate. I was probably, probably, probably just as well this day was calling the game and not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never mind social distancing; they would have had to keep us twenty metres apart at the end of the game. Well, you'd have no, you'd have been next to Izzy, so that would have been even worse, mate. So, oh, yeah. hey, um, <laughs> memories. I mean, you, you've probably um, recalled the fondest, one of the fondest tenures and the biggest upsets in the game, uh, way, way back, mate. The Marlborough Challenge at that time in Blenheim. Just, um, just relive that briefly for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was 13 at the time. Um, and, you know, it was it, it was um, regarded as the great Cinderella story. Um, but what people probably tend to forget, there was a heck of a team, um, you know, captained by Ray Sutherland, who's, you know, still goes to the footy every Saturday afternoon. Alan Sutherland, who um, sadly, you know, passed away last year. And I had the privilege of um, being involved in a memorial service for him, in which some of the players from that team were... Were, were, were there um, but those are the great stories of New Zealand provincial rugby and uh, that's why I, you know this this competition is, is so important to me and I know you know it is to, to to a lot of people because it's still about you know where you come from your, your roots in the country um, where you live um, and that so um, you know I think we worried for quite some time that something like that would never happen again because the, the, the big unions just got so powerful when the game went professional. But the great thing is now, um, you know, the Shield is somewhere where it, where it is totally appreciated and, and you just see the way it fired up that Hawks Bay team, you know, playing against a, you know, a, a very good side and what it brought out of them, their desire to keep it. I, I, I love it. I, it still means a hell of a lot. Mm. Hey, uh, TJ, um, Liam Squire uh, retirement yesterday, and this is—I mean—at one point Liam Squire was—he could have been anything, uh, and it just has just disappeared away from him. And this is, in a way, quite sad news. It, it is um, that that finally, um, you know, that this dreadful run of injuries that he's had has it, it got the better of him. And I think for his own mental health, I think he's just decided that he's better off. Um, and I think James Ryan made a similar decision. You remember James Ryan got into the All Blacks yeah. and he looked like a tremendous prospect, but had a couple of serious, serious injuries and, and realised that it, you know it was probably better. It was all around well-being, or well-being, I should say, just to step away. And, and Liam Squire has done that. Uh, you know, when he, he burst onto the scene, um, you know, with with Tasman. Um, He'd moved back into the area where he had a lot of um, strong family connections, um, and you know he, that propelled him, um, to, you know, to, into the All Blacks via the Highlanders, which you know he, he loved playing for the for Tasman, loved playing for the Highlanders. I'm not sure that he was ever a hundred percent comfortable with the pressures and the expectation that went with playing at that very top level. Um, and, of course, a guy that, um, because of the way he threw himself into the game, uh, suffered a lot of injuries. Um, you know, his physical commitment was just incredible, um, but, but, but he took a lot of knocks as a consequence of it. So, uh, yeah, it's a career that I think, you know, he could have been a, a great player, but circumstances and various circumstances 
um, you know, intervene to mean that, that that wasn't possible, but he still deserves to be remembered as an exceptionally talented player, a uh, very powerful force, and you just got to wish him well. Um, and I, you just get the feeling, you know, he has made the right decision in, in terms of his own well-being. Well, yesterday we had uh, confirmation also, of course, uh, TJ, that uh, once you start naming teams and, and giving them uh, contracted players, you know it's uh, it's going to happen. So South Island Matutu, Matatu, sorry, South Island Matatu, the first of the the women's uh, super franchises was finalised. Yeah, and and I look, I I, I like um, this this step that they're taking. Um, you know, they're not spreading the net um, at the, at this stage um, further beyond one team in the South Island, um, but it's going to be an elite competition. And I think it'll do a lot. To, to um, help, you know, this continual raising of the standard of, of women's rugby, um, professional rugby and women, it was a, it was a, a an inevitability, um, and it was, you know, I, I think it's a it's a really positive step, and I know that um, you know they've played with a lot of pride, and and uh, you know they've um, again, I, I, what, the one thing I would say, it was a shame um, that we had the um, the Farah Palmer Cup final at the weekend, minus our international players, that that. Mm. Uh, still, it was still a good, you know, very good competitive final. It would have been great if we'd had um, you know, all of the good players, um, you know, involved in that. But I guess that's just a, a reflection of what happens. Um, you know, the national teams take precedent, and I, I still wish there was a way of getting more of our top uh, All Black players into playing a bit of, uh, you know, um, NPC rugby as well. But it's, it's hard to manage, isn't it? TJ, as always, great to catch up with you and get uh, updates on your thoughts on uh, all levels of rugby around New Zealand, around the world. So uh, hopefully you get some uh, better news and we can catch up in the commentary box at some stage. Good luck, man. Yeah, cheap. Thanks a lot, Smithy. Cheers, mate.